Welcome to this Impossible Life podcast. I'm your host, Lisbeth Koning. In this podcast, I give my musings on mindset strategies to harness the power of I am to create possibilities. And welcome back. I know it's been a little while, but I've been putting together a project. Today is going to be different than any of the previous episodes. Today, I am going to actually be interviewing someone. So before we get started with the content, I just want to introduce Melissa Berg. Um, Tell us a little bit about what you do. Hey there, I'm Melissa Berg. I'm an acupuncturist, an herbalist, body worker, birth doula, and a wellness coach. That's a lot of things. (laughs) Today we are going to talk about the change in season and what that means for us and what we need to focus on. So what season are we going into now? So September 23rd, I believe, was the equinox, the fall equinox. And uh, we went in from what Chinese medicine considers late summer, which is August to September, which is the fifth season in the Chinese calendar. And now we're fully into fall, which in um, Chinese medicine is long metal time. And the emotion that is carried in this season is actually grief. So it's a great time to let go and shed what's not serving you. All right. Tell me a little bit more about that. So when you say that the emotion for the season is grief, (laughs) does that mean we need to watch out for holding on to grief or like think of the grief we've had for the whole year, which for 2020 might be a lot? Right? Yeah, it's been a heck of a year, but it's both. So what you're holding on to, uh, you need to let go of and shed. Uh, And it's also a time to reflect and possibly honor um, past times and people that perhaps you are missing. Um, It's a little bit of both. But really what we focus on is letting go of what's not serving you. Hmm. And that is important all year long right but I it would be good to have a time where you're like okay I'm gonna focus on this so what are some ways that we can let go do that um well my favorite way is meditation uh another way is breath work like qigong even tai chi or just in your meditation you can really focus on your breath there are plenty of meditations that really have you inhale and then when you exhale you just focus on the ring of your nose the nostril and feel the cold air and that's what you focus on and then there are other meditations where you uh, regulate your breathing by breathing in for a count of six or eight and then exhaling for a count of six and eight and then actually holding it for six and eight in between and making the rhythm of your breath uh, very um, even and that really helps your lungs and so since it's the season of the lung you really want to nourish your lungs and uh, in Chinese medicine we think if you don't nourish your lungs or if you have you're holding on to a lot of grief and not processing you're 
more vulnerable to get sick, like with pneumonia or chest cold or maybe the flu that's going around. Mm. <laughs> so breath work is super key. And when you're doing this breath work, do we need to think about the thing that we're letting go of like before we start? Or is that really not even necessary? It's just taking the time to pause and focus on the breath. That's right. I think it's more important to pause and think of your breath if it helps you to start with uh, something that you are looking to let go of by all means you can do that as well but just meditating at this time is super key okay so we're going to take time we're going to meditate we're focus on our breath but for this part of like finding things to let go of do you have any suggestions of how we can like notice when we are holding onto something maybe we should let go of or kind of discovering what that is for ourselves that can be really hard right it's like we're so over scheduled and busy and it's almost a way to not think about what you should let go of it's um, being busy keeps you from being still obviously and and really pondering life and What's Um, serving you? That reminds me of what Brené Brown says, that many, many Americans use busyness as a numbing technique. Totally. Like, if you don't have time to think about what you're holding on to, then, you know, you don't have to deal with it. Exactly. So, it may not be the most comfortable of exercises, but it'll certainly serve you for the fall and beyond. Mm -hmm. So, finding time in our schedule... To just be still mm-hmm. and to rest. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Actually put in meditation and breath work into your schedule. Totally. Sign up for less committees. Yeah. <laughs> Do less things. Says the teacher. <laughs> <laughs> no, having those boundaries is really important. Because yeah, if yeah. we're not looking inward and dealing with that part, then we're not going to be our best selves for the rest of it. That's right. Another good way, I think, is to journal. I mean, mm-hmm. and... And bringing up gratitude and your affirmations, I think in there, in between, you can maybe journal about what is difficult and what you would like to let go of. And it is a time to be quiet and still and with yourself and write it, just let it flow. Let it go and let it flow. (laughs) Does forgiveness fall in this area? Yes, absolutely. (laughs) I know for me, once I realized that holding a grudge or like holding on to anger for someone else was just hurting me it's like and only me yeah mm-hmm. what's was, this saying like it's it's like drinking the cup of poison and hoping the other person dies yeah yeah it. yeah yeah and so finding how can you let go of that anger and I know a lot of people say well if I let go of it then I'm forgiving them or I'm condoning what they did yeah and I completely disagree with that yeah me too I think being able to forgive is different than sure you can be hurt and and recognize where you would be you would do it differently but um not forgiving is just gonna hinder you yeah find a way to let it go let it go (laughs) even if you have to watch frozen and sing along (laughs) so talking about forgiveness and talking about our busy schedules and having to let go of things makes me think 
of the opposite of that, which is this like serious need for control. And I don't know if this has been the same for you, but what I've noticed is that in general, most people seem to be trying to grasp onto anything they can have control over right now with the way this pandemic and how so many things are out of our control. That's the personality type of of the fall too. It's lung season and metal and metal the personality type of metal is not being able to let go of control. <laughs> there a lot of times type A um maybe a little rigid and and they hold on to control. And now is the time to really work on that and see what you can let go of and let go of control as well because it really is an illusion. We aren't in control of anything. Yeah. I know I know for me when I I'll I'll pause. I'll, I'll be doing something and say is this something that I need need to do myself? Is something I need to be in control of or can I pass it off to someone else? Can I delegate? Can I mm-hmm. can I just not worry about it as much? I think that's a really great reminder. I think for all of us, but especially moms hmm. who perhaps have a hard time doling out uh, everything, <laughs> you know, or anything. They yeah. want to be in, I have that issue, like, coming to work and not knowing if I can trust that my kid is online and not goofing around but at some point you also have to let go and just not take it all on and trust that it will all work out yeah or and if it doesn't there's natural consequences that will come and that you're not the one that has to to be on top of that yeah yeah during this time of distance learning it's hard and just even pause and say this is hard yeah and I know what I've tried to do is with my students and with my own kids is just bring them into the conversation yeah like all right here's the situation this is what needs to happen these are this is what it looks like in the future and like I, I gave a speech to my seventh graders at one point and I said you're gonna move on to eighth grade and if you don't take the time now to learn what we're teaching you, you're going to have gaps. And mm-hmm. the only one that's going to feel the suffering of that gap is you. Mm-hmm. So if you don't want to be in that situation, then you take control of your own education now. That's right. That's right. That's right. It's so hard. But it's a great lesson to learn. And that's wonderful that you're shifting their mindset. It's, yeah. it's on them. One of, one of the students after I stopped speaking said, why aren't you a motivational speaker? <laughs> like, oh. One day, one day. <laughs> what? But you are. And at home, I know a couple weeks ago, I had a breakdown. I was trying to hold too many things. I feel like sometimes the mess, you're like, oh, it's just easier to pick it up myself mm-hmm. than to like try to make them pick it up. And uh, I know my partner has been really good about being like, that's something you can have the kids do. Oh, that's something I can do. (laughs) And like reminding me like I don't have to be in control of everything and it might not get done the way that I would do it. Yeah. But that doesn't matter. Right. As long as it gets done. Right. Absolutely. (laughs) Yep. So true. And so hard. (laughs) So we've got meditation. We've got journaling. Uh Breath work. 
Maybe even just talking it out with a friend. Absolutely. I mean, I, I think we're all feeling a little isolated these days, and being able to um, have community around is so necessary and essential part of being a human being. Yeah. That's something I'm worried about for this state of the world right now is the loss of a lot of that connection mm-hmm. and having to get creative mm-hmm. about how we can still have it. Mm-hmm. Hi friends, I just wanted to take a break from the episode to let you know that if you need help with building good self-care habits, I invite you to talk to me about my next challenge group. I will set you up with home workouts and incredible nutrition programs and a community to support you. And if you need help with shifting your mindset, you can reach out to find out about my mindset coaching services. You don't have to do this alone. In fact, I know in my case, I found that it's best if you don't. Getting outside help can open your mind to things that you don't see on your own. All right, back to the episode. All right, well, let's shift gears here. We've talked about what we need to let go of, Mm -hmm. but what can we incorporate for this season to make us stronger? Well, uh, the foods, the root vegetables, the... Uh, Anything that was grown in the summer and you harvest in the fall, that's what you should be eating right now. They're very nourishing, probably a little bit heavier than what you ate in the summertime. Um, Yeah, root vegetables, soups, some spices, uh, cinnamon, a little warming would be great. Also, I think if you kept yourself warm, it's really helpful. In, in Asian medicine, they think that you should cover your neck when it gets colder and viruses and pathogens enter through the wind gate, which happens to be your neck. So uh, a lot of times you see folks wrapped in a scarf this time of year and it's not just to keep them fashionably in season. <laughs> <laughs> it's good for your overall health as well. Also a little bit more difficult here in California. I know. I know right I'm not now. feeling like wearing a scarf right now. Totally. You can <laughs> you can find thin ones and and you know maybe your hair can be your scarf. Mm. <laughs> but there are a lot of warm nourishing foods. Maybe let go of the uh, real cold. Maybe like yogurt first thing in the morning wouldn't be ideal unless you let it sit on the counter for a while. Um, adding just a little bit of spice into your soups, warming up your vegetables instead of so many salads, having hot tea uh, or room temperature water would be preferable than cold ice water. And so in Chinese medicine, they say that doing those things warms your body up? It keeps you, mm -hmm. mm-hmm. It keeps your immune system running more efficiently Mm. and the skin layer is called wei qi and that's how we think that um, if that's weak then you're more prone to sickness so nourish your body with warming foods keep it warm um, go to bed earlier rest um, breath work Incorporate all that into your season 
it, it'll serve you well. Definitely need some high immunity right now. Absolutely. There are herbs that you can take too, or even mushrooms. Uh, mushrooms are great for building immune support. Are there any what specific mushrooms? Uh, there, it, it really there are quite a few, and depending on what's happening with you, you can really target a certain mushroom. But um, even adding them to your soup from the grocery store is beneficial. Mm. Yeah, and. You were talking about depending on what's going on with you, there's specific mushrooms. Is that something that you do with your clients? Absolutely, yeah. I, I take a very in-depth intake the very first time we meet, and I get a clearer sense of your uh, diagnosis and maybe your patterns. Maybe you're one of those persons that gets sick every November 1st with a chest cold or maybe it's not this season but springtime your hay fever goes crazy we take the seasons into account and a lot of times people recognize that they have a season that's a little bit harder for them and uh, we keep track of all that and I really get to know the person very well before I start diagnosing and offering prescriptions for adaptogens or Chinese herbs or even um, nutrition advice. Hmm. That's a really intriguing question. I think I'll have to think over my past if I have a season that has typically been harder for me. Do yeah. You, do you know what yours is? Uh, yeah, mine tends to be winter. I get, I can get a cough or bronchitis um, and maybe I need to work on letting go more. well this has all been really fascinating if there if some of the listeners are really curious about this are there any books or other resources that you would recommend for them to dig deeper on this topic yes there's um, there are several cookbooks actually that i would recommend for this season uh, or even just seasonal eating Food preparation. Healing with Whole Foods is one of them. The Nourishing Traditions is a great book. It talks about um, sort of ways of preparing food that we've let go by the wayside. Um, yeah, there. Are, even if you Google it, you can find all sorts of really interesting articles on the season of metal lung fall time. Um, I highly recommend checking it out and seeing what season you resonate with, your personality, uh, and what, which season you might want to take a deeper dive and work on some self-love, inner work, knowing what you need to let go of. Well, I know that I have found this all fascinating, and I am excited to do another episode like this when the next season comes. Sure, that'd be great. Cover it through the year. Uh, If people want to connect with you, how can they find you on social media? So on social media, I have a wellness community. My name's Melissa Keenberg, and if you just type that in, you'll find me on Facebook, or you can find me on Instagram as well. 
All right. Thank you so much.